The following presentation has been prepared by the Video Tax News team for Canadian tax and financial professionals. Program recorded December 21st, 2021. Enjoy! Welcome to the January edition of Life in the Tax Lane. Welcome to 2022. Hasta la vista 2021. Hey guys. Oh, remember how happy we were to start 2021? Because after 2020, it was going to be so much better. You! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, you know what? Rather than hypothesize about the future, uh, I think we should just get into tax because that's what makes me happy. So, Caitlin, shall we get cracking? You better believe it, Joe. Let's do it. And let's talk about COVID, this new thing. Hey, guys. Well, we wanted to just bring you up to speed. Uh, a quick tie-up from the discussion we had last month about these extended SUS and SERS programs that are more targeted now for those hardest-hit businesses, as well as the businesses in the tourism sector. When we were talking about the programs last year, the rules had not actually been enacted and legislated, so we weren't able to apply for the subsidies under the new programs or the new iterations of the old SUS and SERS. Well, guess what? This month, the rules did receive royal assent, and it was actually just a couple days after the rules were enacted that CRA updated their webpage, updated their application portal, such that now, yes, we can be making this application for these programs from period 22 onwards. So a little bit of good news there. Now, the one thing I wanted to add, it's not all good news, of course, is that uh, the SUS reviews have actually started again. Mm. This was announced uh, basically through CPA Canada and their com communications with CRA uh, in the fall. So we're starting to see these letters going out. And I got to say, uh, they're pretty detailed. Uh, last fall, um, we saw the original version of these SUS projects and uh, tons of information being asked. These new letters that I'm seeing coming out now, fairly similar amount of information. So, uh, you know, we, we really thought they were going to be whittled down. Uh, but it does look fairly, uh, fairly heavy. So keep your eyes open for that and uh, be prepared. You, Caitlin. Joe, there's never any harm in my mind in looking at their list of stuff they're asking for and going, really? Here's what I got. Why don't I give you a call and let you know what I can send in? And are you sure you need the rest of this or will that be enough for you to at least get started and maybe make some more pointed requests for specific data afterwards? Uh, and just in case you don't get a SUS review, don't feel left out. Maybe you'll get a T2 post-assessing review. We've been seeing those for, what, over five years now. It was really this fall of 2016 when we first saw the professional fees reviews. And uh, yeah. since then, they've really fine-tuned and standardized these. But at that time, we had a CRA official tell us that was the first one. Next in the hopper, travel and advertising and promotion. <gasps> we got travel pretty quick. And then we didn't mention the fact that they seem to have forgotten about advertising and promotion. But I have to assume somebody let it slip because the letters started coming out a month or two back. And uh, now that we have the standard, this one looks like all the other ones. Give us your records, probably a GL printout of all the accounts that went into these Giphy codes because that's what we're looking at. And we would like the supporting documentation for the 10 biggest items. So I think that's become sort of the standard. Not surprising to see this, but there's such a wide array of things that could be in advertising and promotion that I think there's an equally wide array of questions we might be getting. Like, wow, looks like a lot of meals and entertainment in there. Did you remember to add half back? Mm -hmm. You don't get to deduct golf dues. Uh, it could be a long spring going through mm -hmm. these. Mm -hmm. 
Well, Joe, what do you say we shift gears when we talk about this 2021 economic and fiscal update? Let's do it. Caitlin, do you want to actually mention some of the personal measures and then I'll throw some business ones after? Let's do it. So a couple things that might be of interest for you. Uh, if your teachers, if your client is a daycare provider, those individuals note that the eligible educator school supply tax credit is proposed to be enhanced. One of the big updates here is that we're going to see an expanded listing of eligible expenses to include some of those electronic devices that our teachers would have had to purchase to use to help with their remote learning. We're seeing webcams being added to that listing, uh, speakers, microphones, headphones, those type of things. So definite good news for some of our teachers out there that had to bear these costs personally. We also saw the government say we want to extend that simplified method for claiming home office expenses to 2021 and actually further to 2022. They've also said we want to extend access to that temporary flat rate method for claiming home office expenses. And we also want to bump it up from $400 to $500 for this year. A couple other items, we see expansions, proposed expansions to the Northern residence deductions, and even a one-time payment to GIS and certain allowance recipients. So a few things there uh, to be thinking about under the personal measures from the economic statement. Now, if we go into the business side, the first thing I want to mention is SEBA. Uh, so those 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 emergency loans that businesses could get. Uh, there was a comment in the minister's speech. So it's actually in the written speech document that says we're looking at ways of extending that deadline beyond the normal repayment deadline. Uh, so we'll, we'll just keep our eyes open for that to see exactly how and in what way they're going to be doing that. So that's an interesting element. But again, it's not part of the actual written economic and fiscal update. The next thing is we've got this small business air quality improvement tax credit where you can spend up to $10,000 per location and get a 25% credit if you're improving your air uh, ventilation and air filtration system. So that's with expenditures from beginning of September of 2021 going for forward. So keep your eyes open for, open for that. That's corporations, partnerships, individuals, etc. Now, Joe, uh, I just got to clarify, uh, sure. by talking about improving the air quality in our office, we yeah. can't just take one of our co-workers and our colleagues, lift them up and toss them out the window that is not going to get us this type of credit here hey guys just tell them to take a shower <laughs> you are all so lovely thank you very much we work well together my goodness okay so i'm going to jump into the final concept here uh carbon tax credit for farmers so the four provinces that are in the carbon tax backstop jurisdiction so that's uh Man manitoba ontario saskatchewan alberta um, basically they're introducing a farm refundable farm credit and if you have eligible expenditures of at least twenty five thousand dollars you're going to get a 0.147 percent uh, credit and that's for expenditures in 2021 going forward so keeping our eyes open for that and that's corporations individuals trusts and it's basically uh, uh used against any expenditures that reduce your farming income with a couple minor exceptions there you, Caitlin, thoughts? Well, you know, that's a lot of new stuff, Joe. Old stuff. We see okay. all the time issues with values. When we're mm -hmm. not transacting with arm's length parties, are we doing it right? Did we dot the I's and cross the T's to figure out the right values? Estate freezes. Family members in business successions. We've certainly heard a lot about that recently. Making purchases from mom and dad in their corporations. Uh, all sorts of stuff there, transfers to trusts. Well, 
we got a fairly scary court case for those who haven't done a lot of work papering up those valuations where uh, CRA came in a good 10 years after the filings and said, you know what, we think you got your values wrong. And they figured you got them wrong by a factor of about 12. The taxpayer said, well, first off, I think our values were right. We had a formula that the employees and the founders had used for years to value the shares when we transacted. Court said, that's not tested in the market. That's just a bunch of insider trading. None of those trades were arm's length. Uh, and furthermore, they didn't consider the fact that you were in the middle of an IPO when you did these transactions. Going public changes your liquidity as a minority shareholder an awful lot. So they did conclude that CRA didn't quite get the value right. CRA dropped it down because their expert actually came up with a lower number than they assessed. But a lot closer to their number than the taxpayers. number. But CRA, you're way too late. We did not make a misrepresentation. Yes, you did. You got the value wrong. It wasn't attributable to carelessness or neglect. Well, the court looked at that and said, are you kidding? How did you figure out the value? You just went with an old agreement. You didn't get valuation advice before you did the transactions, moving shares to the trust, or before you filed the tax return. Now that you'd seen the values after going public, not getting that advice was careless or negligent, and your returns are open forever. Ouch. Yeah. Another area where we see uh, when people are trying to skip skip steps, make it a little bit easier, is when we have these loans in and amongst family members. And we've referenced an article in the sources to this video where we have lawyers talking specifically about mom and dad loaning, providing support to their kids to purchase their first home and where these can go sideways. The moral of the story is you've got to get that agreement in writing as to you know what that money is, gift, loan, equity, and make sure to protect you and your part or you and your kids. That's all we have for this month. The Video Tax News team has been providing Canadian professionals with practical tax information for over 30 years. Subscribe to one of our tax newsletters or join us as we present live and online seminars relating to both personal and corporate tax. For more details, visit www.videotax.com. The preceding information is for general informational purposes only and deals with dynamic, time-sensitive, and complex matters that may not apply to particular facts and circumstances. Information provided should not be relied upon as a substitute for specialized professional advice in connection with any particular matter. For more details, see videotax.com slash disclaimer. Copyright Video Tax News, Inc. All rights reserved. <laughs>